You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Hey, 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 powerful people. We are so very excited to have you here today. We need you to tap in and listen because today we're going to be talking about goals. Yes, I want you to check in. We're going to look at realigning and making sure we're making things happen. Thank you to Exponential Edge Adventures for sponsoring today's episode. Somewhere between birth and the end is your dash. The moment you're in now. You want to get the most and the best out of that dash, right? Your life. What's stopping you? Increase that passion, impact on purpose, and inspire and motivate. Exponential Edge Adventures can help you with that today. See how you can get the free execution resource valued at $47. This is a limited time offer. So go to simplytomorrow.com and get it today. Simplytomorrow.com. All right, all right, powerful people. Let's go go. Yes, let's go. Today, we're so very excited. As we said, we're going to be talking about those goals, talking about your vision. How are you doing? Well, most of you know that I am a educator. And as an educator, one of the things that I had to do that actually I like to do. I did. I didn't like the end of the year stuff, but I liked my mid-year reviews. You know, I, I loved opening school. And then I love the middle of the year. I didn't care for the end of the year because it was just so much, I guess. I, I like starting stuff. And then I had to check in. So I like that part. But that closing out was kind of a little bit difficult if I'm, if I'm really honest. But here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about today our mid-year review. It is the middle of the year. So let me ask you this. Have you been checking to see how you're doing? So again, we're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about that checking in, how we reframe things and how we align. So three things you're going to get out of this today. Are your goals clear? If so, or if not, is there any way that you can reframe? And then third, do you need to align? All right, let's go. So goals, goals, we have goals and we can be very, very clear with our goals. My question to you is, did you set goals? If you did not set goals for this year, then what I want you to do is spend some time going back to the goals. If you check in the show notes, I can send you a free document to help you to do that. Uh, As well, you heard the announcement, we have a special, a special, special event that's absolutely free that you can come and again, learn some more about your goals, whether you have done them or you haven't done them. And so if you have done them, then we want to make sure we stay, we stay on our course. All right. So to help you understand that, I have a story. Um, It's funny now. I don't know how funny it was when it happened, but when I got out of it, it was funny. Uh, But it wasn't funny when I was going through it. 
So I had bought this expedition. Uh, so it was 20 years ago. So I bought this expedition, loved it, absolutely loved it. It was the first time I had an SUV, you know, had a family. So I either had um, a car before I had my children. When I had two children, we, I could have a sedan. And then I ended up with four children. So I had vans, minivans. Matter of fact, so I was the minivan mom. But we got an expedition. And so my husband had to work. He couldn't take off. I was invited to speak. So I had a speaking event to go to. I lived in Michigan and I had to go to Washington, D.C. And so I was so excited. I was like, yes, we're going to go on a road trip. So we took the speaking event and turned it into a vacation. So when I left the speaking event, I decided I was going to leave D.C., go to New York, visit a friend, leave her city, take my children to Niagara Falls, drive through Canada, and then come back down into Michigan. And so that was the plan. And it was a good plan, except for didn't have a GPS in my expedition back then. Now we had, uh, some people had navigation systems that they could buy and, you know, plug in. I didn't have one of those, but I always had a map. And so my children taught them how to use a map, how to read the map, and they would read the map and tell me different things while I was driving. And so, you know, AAA uh, would do trip tickets. So I had my trip ticket and I had my map and I had everything marked out and which highway to go and which one not. But I didn't have that automated GPS that says, rerouting, rerouting, you have left the route. No. So, I was driving through New York and we were in the upper part of New York. So not near New York City. We were in the upper part. So we were driving through forest. Um, we were in, you know, some of the mountain area. Right. And as we were going through this area, uh, I didn't have cell phone reception. And so, again, we're talking about 20 years ago. So we didn't have these smartphones that we have now. Uh, I had a uh a, a chirp phone. So we, we had those Nextails. So I had a Nextail phone and the the cell phone towers, again, back in the day, was not like they are now. And I didn't have any reception. So I couldn't call anybody. I couldn't do anything. And here's the other thing that happened. We wanted to enjoy D.C. so much. So we enjoyed D.C., after I got done speaking, we spent an extra day there and I spent the whole day. And so I had only intended on spending a little bit of time in D.C., visiting a couple of the museums, you know, taking my children just to see. We went to go see the White House. We went to go see different things. And our goal was to spend time at Niagara Falls. Right. And when we got there, uh, I mean, when we got to the museums and stuff, we had so much fun. Time got away. So we left D.C. and we started on the highway in the middle of the night. So I'm driving through the night and my goal was to get to our destination, you know, by 6 a.m. And I'm a night driver. Well, back then I was a night driver. I was young. I could do that kind of stuff. And so we get in the car. My children are asleep. I love that type of driving because, you know, they're not bothering me. And they were young at the time. My youngest was only three years old. And so, you know, I had small children. You know, my, my oldest was in middle school. He was getting ready to go to high school. 
but they were still young and uh and and we were just having fun we had fun we stopped um we stopped in maryland and and uh you know we we just we just had fun we just took a road trip and and we were driving different places and and i think that's what ended up happening i got off course because i decided i was like oh i was too close to to maryland i wanted them to see something and so i took them to see that in addition and then you know again i don't have a problem with driving through the night so i decided i'm going to drive through the night uh well i'm from michigan and we have trees and we have woods, but nothing compared to what I was about to see going through those woods. Now, mind you as well, um, my children and I would take an annual drive from Michigan to Atlanta. And so we'd go through the mountains, you know, we'd go through Tennessee, Kentucky, we'd get into Tennessee and we'd go through mountains and we'd go through, you know, get into the top of Georgia and we'd go through mountains. So going through mountains wasn't a big deal to me. Well, going down I-75 is totally different than the mountains that we were going through as we were, you know, trying to to get to Elmira, New York. And uh, so we're driving and we're driving and I do get a little fatigued, but but not enough that I was sleepy. I just needed to stop somewhere. And I'm not a coffee drinker, but, you know, I love the smell of coffee. So sometimes I would stop at truck stops just to go in and, and again, stand in the store and smell the coffee because it was something about it. But at that time, yes, I wasn't as healthy as I am now. Uh, I only drink water now, but I was drinking Mountain Dew. So I needed to get a Mountain Dew. Well, I caught myself getting off on this highway to look for a gas station and wound up on this little hick highway. It wound and it wound and it wound and I had no clue of where I was. Didn't even see any signs of the highway. Now, mind you, I have the AAA trip tick and I have my map. I have an atlas in the car with me, but it wasn't, I didn't know where I was at because there was no signage and it was so pitch dark. You couldn't see. And so I pull over and and it looked like something out of the Andy Griffith show. You know, there was this little bitty one, one gas tank gas station. You know, we'd see anything like that. You know, I grew up in Flint, Michigan. Uh, my father lived in Detroit. So we seen serious gas stations and I'm like uh, driving. I'm used to major truck stops. So seeing again, major gas stations. And so we pull over, it's closed, it's pitch dark. And I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to sit here for a minute and get myself together, get my thinking together. Let me close my eyes for a minute and, and just try to get myself together. My son woke up and he was like, mom, where are we at? It's pitch dark. And so I tell him, and I'll be honest with you, you know, we're out in, in no man's land and I'm a, a, a black female with three children four children rather, in the car with me and we're in nowhere. So I don't know where we're at. I don't know, to be honest with you, again, we're talking 20 years ago, if I'm in a safe area or not. And so I say to him, I don't know where we at. And I make a joke, you know, you could have some people with white hoods, you know. And he looked, his eyes open, and he was like, get us out of here. He said, mama, I will stay up with you. I will stay up with you. I will stay up with you. Come on, come on, come on. And he was in the back seat. My daughter was in the front seat. She loved the front seat. I don't know why she loved the front seat, um, but she would jump in the front seat. And so he switched seats with her and he was like, I, I will stay up. I will stay up. I will stay up. 
And um, so he did. And we, we drove off. Now we get to another area where it looks like it's snowing. And I want you all to understand, this is July. It's July. And we're so thick. The elevation is so high that it's it's getting to be early morning. So it's about 3 a.m. now. And it looks like it is snowing. But it's just because of the elevation that we're at. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm driving through this thick forest going about 10 miles per hour because I don't know if it's a deer going to jump out or whatever. So long story short, to get you to the point, a deer does come out and it just starts walking right alongside of my expedition as if it is a, another vehicle. And my son sees it and he's just like, oh, my God, hurry up and get us out of here. And so we finally see some signage. We pull over. We find it on the map. And we navigate our way out of there. So my point that I wanted you to understand is if I hadn't had the map, so I didn't have GPS because we didn't have that kind of technology then in cars. So I didn't have a GPS, but I did have that map to be able to use as a reference. So I did have a way to go and to navigate, but without GPS and without a map, you don't have the directions of where you're going. So what I'm just trying to say is, do you have a clear map of where you're going? If you do not, I admonish you, get with someone. You get with me. I do it for free. I help people navigate their terrain so that they can live the best because goals are so very important. It's one of the things that I had to do as a school leader. We had to have a GPS. Our GPS was our school improvement plan. And it was mapped out in year increments and then brought back down to weekly increments because our teachers had weekly things that they had to do to get to the quarterly things that they had to do to get to the yearly things that they had to do, then to get to the annual things that they had to do. So our school improvement plan was a two to five year document. Five years being ultimate, but we still looked at it on a regular basis. And so that's what I'm trying to suggest to you. Whether you have your goals or you don't have your goals, are you re-looking at it? So I want to talk about that second thing, reframing. You know, see, I had to reframe my trip. I had to pull over, first of all, and get myself together because I was kind of discombobulated. To be honest with you, I was fearful. You know, and I said that. I said it like, you know. I said I was joking early, but I really wasn't joking. You know, one of the fears of African-Americans getting on a road um, and even in our times now, we don't ever know where we're going to navigate ourselves to. And so will we be in a safe place? And I didn't know where I was at. Now, me, I'm naive. I didn't believe that. But then something on the inside of me was because now it's pitch black. I don't even know where to go. I don't know. When I say it was pitch black, there was no lights out there. So we're in the thick of the woods, as I'm saying. And again, I don't know what city I'm in. I don't know where I'm at. You know, again, if somebody approached, I don't know if they would be an ally or not. And so I needed to reframe. So there are things that we need to reframe. 
So we need to keep that in mind. And the definition of reframe is very simple. It just means to frame or express differently. So I had to do something different. I couldn't keep on driving because actually the road that I was on was leading me out of the way. Now, my navigation system did have a um, uh, a compass in it. So I did know where I was going and I was trying to go north. That was my direction of the city I was going. Um, but because of how the freeways wind and turn, the one that I was on was not taking me to where I needed to go. It was actually taking me out of the way because it was a straight shot and it wasn't going near at all where I needed to go. So I had to actually turn around and go down another little road that then took me back to the main highway. So I want you all to understand that, that sometimes we have to reframe. So we have to frame things differently. We have to express things differently. So what about your goals? What about your aspirations? Do you have to reframe? Do you have to look at differently because the way you're going is not going to take you there? So think about that. And then have somebody to make sure that they're they're helping you with that sometimes. I had to have the voice of my son because his reasoning was making sense to me. Because I was. I was just going to sit there for a minute because to my, be honest with you, I had become a little alarmed. I was a little frightened. And not at that point frightened about if somebody was going to come out. Well, I, I could probably would take that back because I probably was a little bit because, you know, my children like to write, uh, watch uh, stupid scary movies. And so, you know, my son started talking. Talking about all of that. What if somebody come out? What if, you know, Freddy Krueger, like really, Freddy Krueger is not in the woods, but we don't ever know who could be out there, you know? And so, you know, um, I, I, I had to reframe. And so I needed that time to just sit, close my eyes for a minute. Okay. Regroup Bridget and get yourself together. Because here's the other thing about me that you have to understand. I'm very good with directions. And so I'm not directionally challenged at all. But because we had took the wrong turn and I'm thinking, OK, we're still going north. We'll, we'll be able to, to, to hit back up a highway and get back over to where we're, we're trying to, to go. Um, so reframing is so very important. So make sure your goals are very, very clear and you know them and you have them. And then even with that, sometimes you need to look at your goals and reframe them express them differently. I had to do that with my goals. I have clear things that I had set out for 2021. Now, it was some things that happened, so I had to adjust some things. So adjust. So the next thing I want to talk about is aligning. So align everything you see. Anything that you see, you need to align it. You have to get strategic. So do you have strategies to align to make sure that you're constantly in vision mode. If it's not about your vision, why are you doing it? If it's not about your vision, why are you doing it? It shouldn't even be on your radar. You have to stay clearly focused because life will get you off. People will get you off. But you won't get off if you know clearly who you are and where you are going. Do you know who you are and where you are going? Then align that. I suggest to people to get people in their life to help them with that. 
You hear me say that. If you are one of my loyal, faithful listeners, you know, I constantly say, do not, do not go through life without having a mentor, a thought partner, accountability partner, or a coach. You need them in your life because it's going to help you make your life simpler because you want to get to that success. And that success is not about you. It's about the others that you serve. We're all servants. We're here to solve problems. We're here to solve other people's problems. What problem do you solve? What problem do you solve? Are you solving the right problems for people? For me, I'm a people person. So I solve people problems. I motivate. I inspire. I encourage. I help people strategically think. So that's what my superpower is. What is your superpower? What are you designed to do? Because we all solve a problem and that's how we get paid. As a school leader, I solve the problem for education. As a police officer, they solve the problem of law and order. A lawyer solves the problem of making sure that people are served right. A sanitation worker solves the problem of making sure that our environment is clean. A creator, an inventor, solves the problem of creating whatever is needed in the marketplace. But we all, when we look at our vocations and occupations, we solve a problem. So align that with your goals and your vision. So again, I'll just tell you for me, I had three main things on my goals this year. Now I used to set out and have a whole lot and I narrowed down to what I call three buckets. And my three buckets aligned my entire year. So a couple months ago, some things kind of happened in quarter two and I had to reframe and look at it again. Okay, I need to adjust. And I had to adjust some things that I had set out to have done in quarter two. It wasn't going to come out and play out in quarter two. So I had to move to quarter three. But do you know what those things are? Or do you get up every day and live on the fly? If you want to be successful, then you need to think about that. Successful people do not live on the fly. They are very organized in their methodology to accomplishing the things that matter most. Now, I invite you to come along and be a part of my five-day vision challenge that is for both men and women, as well as I invite the women to our Women's Virtual Summit. The information is in the show notes. I would love for you to join us because we're going to be talking about this very same thing. We still have a half of a year to go. I want you to get it and get the most things accomplished by doing what matters the most. Hey, powerful ladies. Hope Ignited Virtual Summit is coming soon. Why do you want to be there? So you can get uplifted, get recharged, and get clarity. Most of all, get back to mastering what matters. It's being held July 31st from noon to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
we have 12 dynamic speakers that are ready to pour into your life. You can register by going to bit.ly forward slash hope ignited two. That's H O P E I G N I T E D, the number two. Or you can make it real simple and text the word hope to 810 321 5365 and information will be sent to you. We can't wait to see you. I hope to see you there. You know, as always, I hope this was a blessing to you and that you really were able to get something out of it. So make sure you have your goals. They're very methodical and that you are intentional in everything that you do, that you check in with yourself, you reframe and you align everything you do with the big picture. Again, I'm your partner in success if you need help with that. If you have questions, you can email me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. That's O-R-D-A-I-N-E-D-E-D-U-C-A-T-O-R, ordainededucator at gmail.com. All of that information is in our show notes as well. I want to see you prosper and grow and be the ultimate person that you can be so that you can serve the people that you are assigned to serve in this incredible life. Well, it's time for reset and refresh. I hope you start today because no matter how successful we are, we all can use this advice. As always, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. I believe in you. You are powerful.